0: Hello, hello, hello! Wow, a lot has happened since the last time I posted. I have been booked and busy, but also I've kind of just been at home. Um, I don't even know where to start, so I think today is just gonna be an amalgamation of a bunch of different thoughts that I'm currently having, some life updates, just anything that comes to mind. And I guess I can start with the fact that I recently turned 20 years old. Woohoo. I've also never been a huge birthday person in terms of celebrations. Like, I just, I feel really awkward being the center of attention. I need to work on that because at the same time, I think I love attention. It really depends on the context and the scenario. But for birthdays, mm, yeah. Everyone looking at you when they're singing happy birthday and, like, recording you with their phone and they're going to post on their Snapchat, like, um, uh, that's not my type of attention and also just in general, having a party, like, all centered around me. I remember growing up, I never had huge birthday parties. Number one, I mean, I, I don't think I had that many friends. I couldn't have, like, a gigantic birthday party to begin with. But I also mean in terms of the activity, I just specifically remember, for example, my fifth grade birthday party, if you can even call it that, it was me and two other people. I actually don't even remember who they are, which is like so bad because I'm still I'm pretty sure I'm still friends with at least one of them now, but I don't remember who those two friends that went with me were. But we went to see a movie called Mr. Peabody and Sherman and afterwards, we got frozen yogurt. And that was probably one of my favorite birthday parties ever. When I was way younger, there was this place, this um, not a trampoline park, but kind of a, an obstacle course type beat where there are just a bunch of inflatable slides and trampolines and foam pits. And it's kind of just a chaotic jungle gym and you have a bunch of little kindergarten age children running around, and that was a place that was super popular for everyone to have their birthday party at. They also had a special room for the birthday celebration, and I'm pretty sure I had a party there at least two or three times. I I ate that up. Like, it was my favorite place. And then in recent years, you know, with the pandemic, it wasn't feasible to really have parties, and last year was um when I turned 19 I was at school so I had a small celebration and then I had a surprise birthday party which was very kind and now that I think of it it's actually the second surprise birthday celebration that I've had the first one was oh my gosh I have to tell this story it's probably not even that special but when I was turning how old do you turn when you're a freshman in high school like 14. I think I was turning 14 and I had no idea that this was happening. I had school that day and I remember sitting outside with my tennis doubles partner who's also been my friend for a really long time and I don't think we had tennis practice after school because it was in the spring and the girls tennis season is in the fall. So I think what I wanted to do was I wanted us to play tennis after school together because we would often do that just for fun so we were sitting outside and I think I remember saying something along the lines of my mom is gonna pick me up do you want to ride so we can play tennis together and I almost want to say that we had agreed on playing tennis on this day prior to me asking this because for some reason I remember her saying oh wait sorry I don't know if I can and I was really disappointed I was like wait what what do you mean I thought we were gonna play tennis I swear I was not that obsessed with tennis so I don't know why I had this reaction but I specifically recall feeling sort of indignant and wait what do you mean we have to play tennis and she kept on just saying oh yeah I don't know I don't know but anyways i'm probably not remembering this correctly because she did get in the car with me maybe we were just gonna drop her home but we went to my house first which ah yeah you know what i'm definitely not remembering this right anyways the way it turned out was my mom picked us both up we went to my house and lo and behold a few of my other friends were also waiting for me when i came in through the door And there was a banner and everything. I was so, this was a true, both of my surprise birthday parties have been a true surprise. I did not see it coming at all. And of course it made a lot of sense why my friend was being sort of flaky about tennis now. Because obviously she was in on this and my mom was in on it. I still actually don't know whose initial idea it was and how this all got coordinated. I think, though, my doubles partner told me that she had this idea and she must have texted my mom about it. Anyways, that was a really fond memory and... I would say looking back on that birthday, it definitely stands in stark contrast with my birthday this year for many reasons, which leads me to the next topic, not really a topic, more of a one-liner, but just the fact that I am very stressed right now with other things going on in my life without sounding like a broken record because I do I do mention this every single time and... I'm trying to go one episode without saying it. Oh, it just started raining. Hopefully you can't hear the rain too much in the background, but hey, maybe you can. Maybe it's relaxing. Um, Seems to be a theme that I am recording my recent episodes while it is raining really hard because last time it was the same exact thing. Um, Yeah, under a little bit of stress. It's all good. We're going to figure it out. But it definitely distracted me on my birthday where I was like, oh, cool, I'm 20. But there are other things that I'm thinking about that are occupying living, in my mind, rent-free, if you will. Oh boy, wow, it's actually raining really hard now. That's cool. But yeah, that that was my 20th birthday. Overall, it was a great day. My mom was actually out of town, so I just spent the day with my dad. And I was really happy that we were able to have that time together because... He is, he works so hard. He's very busy because he is a small business owner. And I knew that it was not trivial for him to be able to take part of that day off. And yeah, I was just actually really happy that that was how I got to spend the day. Next, life update. Okay, so you might remember a few episodes ago, I was talking about a concept called UGC, also known as user-generated content. And I was basically saying, I'm dabbling a little bit in this side hustle. Basically what you do is you make advertisements for different brands This can be a skincare brand, a pet food brand, an app, pretty much anything. And so I actually, since the last time mentioning it, have had a few brand deals, if you will. And two of them have been paid. So the first one I did was called a gifted collaboration, which is you're not paid, but they send you their product for free and then you give them a video in return and this you know for me personally I wasn't I don't care too much about the money I was like sure why not I have time on my hands I don't mind making this video and so I accepted it was for a candy company so that was cool the prompt that I chose was a recycling challenge so basically I made a 30 second-ish video that showed how I could recycle or repurpose the container that the candy came in. And I think it went really well. The person who was sort of the middle person between me and the brand, um, she seemed to really like it. So I was very happy with that experience. And then I also got a video for a shoe brand. And this was kind of, I had never heard of the brand, but it was kind of an established brand. I was really shocked. Basically, this was also facilitated by a middle person. And I remember actually the way I got this was, I think I went on LinkedIn and I looked up UGC and there was one listing about it. One listing that was actual UGC. And so I applied to it basically they ask for your portfolio, your information. If you want more information about UGC, you can listen to my episode about going viral on TikTok, or I think the one about influencer culture, I also talk about it more in detail and how you can get started. But I applied, I submitted this form, and I remember there was an optional part of it where you could submit an example UGC video for a shoe. And I just made that video, you know, not really thinking anything of it, not thinking that this application was specifically for a shoe brand because they didn't really specify. I think the application was just to be included in their creator roster. And so I made a video for my favorite shoe brand and I thought, if anything, it can be another video I add to my portfolio. So no harm, right? And weeks later, I had totally forgotten about it. Someone reached out to me. Someone emailed me and asked me if I was interested in making a video for this shoe brand. And I, of course, said yes, because the pay was pretty good. It was $200. I was not expecting that much, to be honest. But actually looking back on the amount of time I spent on the video... I actually think it might be justified, but anyways, I was actually willing to accept less, but no one needs to know that. Uh, yeah, and they also let me pick any shoe from their website to be sent for free, so I got a free shoe worth around $120 maybe, and I actually really like these shoes. I genuinely like them, which I was happy about because it made me more I think, authentic or enthusiastic in my video, I at least had this peace of mind that, yes, I'm making a paid advertisement, I'm a paid actor, but I actually do like these shoes and everything I'm saying is coming from the heart, even if it might still come across as very salesy. I was so proud of myself because it was my first paid collaboration I sent an invoice and everything, which I didn't know how to do before. And I was just really proud and thinking, wow, this is cool. Um, And then, you know, because I'm not really actively searching for UGC opportunities, like I sort of, because I got really, really busy, I sort of stopped going on Twitter and retweeting things replying to threads with my portfolio for these different opportunities i stopped doing that i stopped dming brands on instagram i sort of yeah in general was like you know what i don't really have the time for this i don't have the time to pitch myself to other people but if someone for some reason comes to me then then sure and that being said Recently I did apply to one listing for a user-generated content creator. Also, is this boring? I'm sorry if this is so boring. Um, after this episode is published, you can go in the description to the timestamps if you want to skip this. But you know what? I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for the UGC discussion. So sorry, that that's what you get today. Um so I applied to this job posting and I actually found it on this wonderful website called Contra. This is a new um, sort of company or service and it's built for freelancers as well as companies looking to hire freelancers. You can add your skills to your profile and it actually automatically generates a portfolio for you. This is not sponsored, by the way. I actually just really like their website. And then there's also a section where you can browse for freelance opportunities. So think maybe LinkedIn slash Fiverr or Upwork, if you've heard of those freelancing websites. Um, Basically, I decided to search for freelance UGC opportunities, and that's where I found this one. And it was actually for a tech company that I had heard of before. And I applied not thinking anything they actually got back to me and I just made a video for them. And I also am interested in this product. I'm interested in the people backing the product. I actually feel super happy that I was able to get this opportunity because I felt like it really aligned with my personal interests in technology. And that's that's where we're at right now. It's kind of interesting. I actually never thought that I would go anywhere with UGC. I'm the type of person who starts a bunch of things and doesn't always follow through with all of them. I don't know if anyone is familiar with this TikTok audio, but it goes something along the lines of, this is a dream that I've had since lunch. And that is so me, that is so real, because randomly, I will just have a dream and say, I want to be an actress when do I actually want to be an actress or did I just fall in love with the idea of being an actress and I'm gonna have that dream for like five days and then forget about it yeah I do that all the time so I thought it was gonna be the same thing with UGC saying I'm gonna be a UGC creator and I'm gonna make four thousand dollars a month Hmm not saying that's not possible because there are so many people that do that. And let's be real, that's why I started. I was thinking, oh my gosh, I'm going to make money and it's going to be such an easy side hustle. I don't have to do anything. Um, Spoiler alert, there's usually no easy money grab side hustle. Even for this, I realized it does require time. It does require effort and patience. And so I'm totally okay making the one off $200 every few weeks. That's fine with me too. Speaking of that, actually, the way I spent the first $200 I made with that shoe video was for a cooking class. I didn't use all of the money, but I think I used most of it, Um, more than half of it for sure. A cooking class for my mom and I, and I don't regret it, It was it was a good experience, but it was a Spanish themed cooking class and it had four different dishes I think I got a pretty good deal, I got my money's worth, and I really was proud of myself for being able to buy something from my parents for once, do a little Uno reverse. And that's my UGC update for now. I will, of course, continue to update you all because it's kind of fun. Okay, next let's talk about what i've been watching recently so i finished you season four part two which came out on march 9th and i'm gonna be super honest i didn't love this season i i really didn't i thought the plot twist was i'm not gonna spoil anything by the way don't worry i thought it was a little bit predictable even though actually i did not think about the twist. I saw a bunch of people on the internet hypothesizing before part two came out before the twist was revealed and they were correct so I guess I just I'm not that I don't read into things that much but I also was so bored that I couldn't pay full attention to the episodes and I was always doing something else and just having it playing in the background. I overall just did not feel like this season was that interesting but I did see Some people commenting on YouTube saying season four was amazing. Season four was the best one yet. And so I don't know if I'm just in the minority here. I think this show really needs to be over. It's hard with the plot specific to this show. It's hard to keep going at this point. I think they have exhausted every potential storyline. But I also heard that they were doing a season five which would be their final season, uh, if this was season four, I don't know what five is going to be like. What I will say is I'm loving the pattern of playing a Taylor Swift song at, oh, sorry, wait, that's kind of a spoiler, right? You know what, whatever, it's been, it's been out long enough. I'm sorry if I ruined that for you, but playing a Taylor Swift song at the end of the season finale. I, I love that. And Penn Badgley, the actor, he really gave us a little Easter egg by making a TikTok to that specific Taylor song months before season four came out. It's all starting to make sense now. One thing I will say is I'm glad in this season the writers finally made it clear that Joe Goldberg, for once and for all, is not a good person. Because Penn Badgley, the actor for Joe, just plays him in such a charming way that sometimes as a viewer, you forget who the character is. And oh, I hate Joe. I hate him. After the way this season ended, I don't even know if I want to watch season five because now, I mean, what's the point of watching a show where you hate the main character and he's just an awful person? Those are my thoughts on you. Oh, and on the topic of media and entertainment, last episode I was talking about podcasts that I'm really digging right now and I have one more that I just have to recommend. It is called Pop Culture University. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I feel so embarrassed right now for some reason because if you know me, you know I am interested in celebrity gossip I know that it's really, there's so many things you can say about celebrity gossip on People Magazine or TMZ. I want to be clear, you know, I do not stand for paparazzi invading celebrity privacy or anything like that, but you know what, sometimes it's interesting to hear the gossip going on in the Hollywood world. And I know that I'm not the only one who enjoys that. So, yes, one of my favorite podcasts right now is called Pop Culture University. And I discovered it on Instagram. I saw an Instagram reel from the host named Patty. He's, he's really funny. Um, and he was, yeah, he was just promoting it. And I checked it out. And I think it's a great place for me to stay updated on what's going on in pop culture. Oh, I guess another one kind of similar to this podcast that I've also been listening to is called Do You, spelled D-E-U-X and then the letter U. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. And I had never heard of the creator of this podcast before, but apparently she's actually she's kind of like the gossip girl of pop culture because She's getting all of these insider tips from supposedly real sources who are close to celebrities. And she runs an anonymous Instagram account called Du Moi. And she also has a book that recently came out called Anon Please because a lot of the people who submit to her ask to be anonymous. And she basically built this empire when I say Empire, I'm not kidding because I'm pretty sure she has over a million followers on Instagram and has become the unofficial gossip girl for everything going on. And, and yeah, people are giving her real insider information every single day and she will post it on her story. People will ask her, can you find out whether or not this is true? For example, people will ask something like, can you... Confirm Andrew Garfield's relationship status? Like, is he taken? Or can you talk about Harry Styles and who he's currently rumored to be with? Apparently, he is rumored to be with an Australian model. And I'm not really a Harry Styles fan, so I actually don't really care that much. But you get the point. Like, Dumois has all of the tea. And so, if you want to keep up to date with the celebrity gossip, as vapid as I know it is as someone who has been really really stressed recently I will say that having these podcast episodes on talking about hmm why didn't Tom Cruise show up to the Oscars and what's the tea behind why Aubrey Plaza and Theo James at the Oscars did not want to be seated anywhere near each other despite being co-stars on The White Lotus and of course what is going on between Hailey Bieber, Kylie and Kendall Jenner, and Selena Gomez. What is that whole drama? If you want to know any of that, I guess you can go check out Dumois or Pop Culture University. I oh by the way, the reason I've been pronouncing it as university is because it's not spelled university with a Y. It's like universa t t e a. Get it? Haha. <laughs> Okay, what else? What else? What else? Oh, so speaking of podcasts, I guess I talk about that a lot. Hmm, I wonder why. Um, I was just listening to the new Call Her Daddy episode with John Legend and I just wanted to comment on one thing that he touched on regarding his early career. So every time I remember that John Legend, before he became an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony winning performer was a management consultant at Boston Consulting Group. I am sent into orbit because he was really living that nine to five, not nine to five, let's be real, like nine to nine at the very least, corporate life before he became the celebrity that we know him as now. And I thought it was interesting because he was talking about this part I had never heard before. I knew he worked as a consultant, but I had never heard his perspective on it. But He was saying how when he was graduating from Penn, where he went for undergrad, he felt a lot of pressure to apply to the jobs that all of his friends were applying to. And one of those happened to obviously be consulting because I can attest, listen, I didn't know anything about consulting prior to my freshman year at Penn. And, oh, oh, I learned about it. Like, I learned too much about it, but also not really that much because do I really know what consultants do to this day? Not really. And do they even know? Probably not. I remember at the club fair, all I could see were finance, private equity, banking, consulting, clubs. Don't get me wrong, like obviously there are other clubs. I'm being a little bit dramatic right now, but the vast majority of clubs are business-oriented, and of course that's no surprise because Penn is known for its business school. I I understand why that is the case, but there is definitely a pre-professional, an ultra pre-professional culture and a skew towards these business areas where I guarantee you half of the people graduating from that school are probably going to go into some sort of finance or technology sector and I want to say at least half of those people are not actually interested at all whatsoever in that industry and that's a whole nother rant on its own to be honest but the point being that there is an enormous amount of pressure at Penn specifically to go into consulting for example especially if you don't have something else that you're particularly interested in. And so just knowing that John Legend also went through that struggle and succumbed to the pressure makes me feel a little bit better because I'm just thinking, wow, that really is a universal experience, isn't it? Now, it also does make me wonder how many John Legends, how many creative and artistic talents are not realizing their full potential or being held back in some way Because of the culture that exists, I know that not everyone can be John Legend. And upon graduating, probably the single most important thing is making sure you have a job. So, you know what? I get it. But yeah, it's just interesting to me because I hear so many people say, you know what? I'm actually not interested in this at all. I don't want to be a software engineer or I don't want to be an investment banker. But i just feel like i have to because i go here and yeah that's what i was thinking about when i was listening to this call her daddy episode which i haven't finished yet but john legend was a little bit too real with that with that story (laughs) okay last thing i want to talk about is taylor swift's eras tour because she just did her first two shows in arizona last week and i told myself i was not going to spoil it But, of course, I watched every single video on my TikTok For You page and on my Instagram Reels, of course. And I don't regret it. I had a great time learning about what to expect, and I was shocked when I found out that she would be singing, I think, 44 songs, and not a single one of them is a mashup. All of them are the full songs, if I'm not mistaken, I have some friends who watched the actual live stream of her concert and I, I will say I didn't go that far because I wasn't trying to see every single detail. It was also a really long show with the opening act, I think around four hours. Anyways, I don't know how she is going to do that but clearly she is built different and recently I have all of a sudden sort of gone back into my Fearless Taylor's version era. So Fearless Taylor's version came out in the spring in 2021, so it's been a good two years. And I just have a whole lot of nostalgia with that album because that was my second semester, senior year of high school. And so today I was listening to Today Was a Fairy Tale on that album. And also I really love The Other Side of the Door, of course, Love Story, You Belong With Me, The Best Day, Hey Steven, I was also listening to earlier, if this is all going over your head right now, I strongly urge you to just just take a listen to, to that album. It's just such a classic and it just invokes some sort of nostalgia in me and so I'm officially in my fearless era and I hope that that can translate into all parts of my life. I hope that I can be fearless in all parts of my life. I think that's actually why I listened to that album so much when it first came out, because I liked the idea of feeling fearless. But this is actually something that I try to do to help me cope with difficult situations is listen to Taylor Swift, listen to her comfort songs. For me, a lot of those come from Fearless, Taylor's version. And I say to myself, like... You you are a baddie, you are strong, and you're fearless. And if anyone else needs to hear that right now, you heard it from me first. So with that, I am going to drink water because my throat is really dry. But I hope you all enjoyed hearing about my random thoughts. I promise I will have more structured episodes in the future... But I'm not going to lie, I actually have been enjoying this sort of free talking ad lib improv thing that I have going on here. So I also hope it stops raining soon because I wanted to go on a walk outside and listen to one of my celebrity gossip podcasts, but we shall see. Thank you so much as always for being here and I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. Bye now.